Testing one, two, test your mic. <clears throat> testing one, two, testing. Record. Fuck. <laughs> oh, maybe you should stop then. No, it's yeah. okay. Okay, let's just do that let's again. Just ladies, go next week. <laughs> ladies, <laughs> let's just start next week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Reverend Philo Show. Yo. Episode five. I'm um week five. Hey. Here we are again. Yeah, uh, yeah. What you don't know yeah. just happened is we were we already started the show. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we were on and a then roll. I, I, we were already rolling, and then I realized that we I hadn't pushed record yet. At least twenty minutes. Yeah. In nah, we were like three <laughs> minutes in. But uh, so I was just saying. <laughs> we should start next week. Yeah, we were we thought about carrying the whole podcast for the week, but okay, bye. <clears throat> thanks for listening, man. We're gonna subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Later. Um. So one me and Felipe, okay, so we've been doing one month of podcasting. That's five shows that we've got since the beginning of the year. This is the fifth, yes. Uh, me and Felipe said that we would do f- uh, one show a week for the next year. So that's supposed to be 50 shows, roughly. So here's to five shows. All right, we're going to, we already hey. cheers. We're literally literally mimicking what we just did. Oh, yeah. And also, so for the be past better. month, um, <laughs> be better. I haven't been drinking. And I did 34 days, 33 days. Yes. 33 and a half. Today's day 34. But I had a drink today, and I don't fucking regret it at all. Congratulations. It's fucking, I didn't think I was going to miss the taste, but damn, this is refreshing. And Familiad, I don't, I never really liked. I don't like Corona in you general. You never really liked it? I don't know. Corona, it's by itself, I don't like. Familiad, I guess, is a step up, but it's, yeah, I just how do you guys them. feel about Bud Light Platinum? It's kind of the same. I've had same those. Thing. I like them. Yeah. You like them? I won't I like drink them. Bud Light. But the yeah. platinums, I'll drink them if they're there because they, they have, have like six or seven percent alcohol. Yeah, they're pretty a high percentage. Yeah. But anyways, um, so oh, Sign also, <clears throat> thanks to all our new subscribers. Um, there's a couple people who have been telling me to shout them out. We did Leah Tommy last out. week. Oh, Leah mm-hmm. subscribed. Oh, Dom Domingo Salazar mm-hmm. subscribed. Oh, thanks, Dom. Uh, I forgot my phone, so I, don't, I can't look at the emails. <laughs> um, 
So thank you. But yeah, thanks for everyone uh, who is listening. Keep subscribing. And I guess we'll just get on with the show. Felipe? So you were talking about you always have uh, breakfast with your grandpa? Yeah. So I was telling Felipe on the way over to do the podcast that um, my my grandpa, I have uh, lunch with him or breakfast, mostly breakfast and lunch. Um, and then we have these conversations. My grandpa is 89 or 88. So we we go to, we go to breakfast and I like, and we just, I mean, I've always been pretty close with him. So we just go and we really just, we just talk, we just chop it up. But I noticed that now that I'm older, he'll talk about things that, uh, that he wouldn't have told me when I was a kid because they're like they were too hardcore, or maybe he just feels more raunchy. comfortable. They're not really necessarily raunchy; they're just kind of crazy. But but I so my grandpa was born in 1930, so he tells me stories of when he was a kid, and it's just like a whole like different world. Okay, like I'll just tell you one that he told me just the other day. We had breakfast. <clears throat> we were. He always talks about. Texas, which is where he's from, he's from San Antonio. Right. So he's all lately he's been making San a lot of reference to to where he grew up, which it was in San Antonio, Texas. He, I think he joined the military when he was like seventeen or eighteen, and then that's when he got yeah, out. Marines, so army. He was in the Air Force. Oh, nice. Uh, so he always refers. He's been so. The, he told me he was telling me how he had five brothers, and that he was the middle child. And which I thought was really funny because I'm the oldest in right. my I'm, of my siblings. I'm the oldest. My dad, who is that's my dad's dad, my grandpa. Mm-hmm. He's the youngest, and my grandfather was the middle child. So right. I just think that's it's a weird dynamic because I know that my experience as a as the oldest is a lot different than what my grandpa experienced as the middle child. And right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and they I'm, usually say the middle child gets neglected or the less yeah he's just he's very even in his old age he's very angsty he Mm -hmm. does he he likes to be in control he doesn't like people to tell him what to do i mean no old person does but i mean like he he's just i don't know he just has that like middle child angst where he's like kind of just moving around and you know what i mean so anyways uh, he told me the other day, you'll, you'll, his brother, he had a brother. Oops, I hit the mic. <laughs> he had a brother. He had two older brothers that were older than him. He had his oldest brother, Louie, and he had his second oldest brother, Mike. Louis, his name Louis, was Mike Don. Louis, Louis. Louis, <clears throat> Louis and Mike. And then my, my, my grandpa's name is Chris, like me. So my, all my grandpa's brothers are dead. They're all dead. He's the only one that's still alive. Uh-huh. And... Uh, some, but but some his his brothers have died like throughout the years. Some of them died when they were young. Some of them died when they were old. Like his brother, his oldest, his, his little brother Tim, my uncle Tim, he died recently and he he lived in the old age. Anyways, his brother Mike, I I, I he, he told me that that his brother Mike died when he was thirty two years old, and um I said what happened? Yeah. He said that they were in Texas. At a bar. What? Or were they in Texas? 32? He was 32 years old. Man. They were at a bar? They were at a bar. I'm not sh- I think he was still in Texas. Because okay. a couple of, along with my grandfather, a couple of his brothers and sisters left Texas, and a lot of them came to Los Angeles, okay. which is where we're at. <clears throat> so, to, to I don't want to ramble, to so just get to the point. Apparently, his brother Mike was at a bar 
with his wife and a guy walks in and starts trying to talk to my um my uncle's wife my grandpa's brother (coughs) and he keeps pestering the the, the woman and and so my grandpa's brother finally says leave us alone leave us finally gets up and he says hey motherfucker get the fuck away from us (laughs) you know whatever and the guy fucking pulls out a fucking gun and shoots him in the in the chest. What? Oh, and he shit. killed him. Mike Don. Mike Don, dude, killed fucking right in the bar. Thirty-two like years shot old. in the chest. Sounds like the old west, Fuck dude. Yeah, reals. it's crazy, yeah. man. And I was like, what the fuck? But then you think like this is Texas. What year? Nineteen fifty-nine. Fuck. Nineteen fifty-nine. Nineteen fifty-nine. And here's what made me laugh. Here's what, and because this is the shit my grandpa always tells me that always makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is the kind of technology that existed that he vividly remembers. He goes, yeah. I'm So he goes, yeah, they killed my brother. And I go, well, wow. Well, like, what happened, you know? And he's like, yeah. He goes, I had a, I was, my grandpa was already here in LA. Like, he had his family. My, my uncle was a little boy. Um, He goes, I had a, I took a plane back to Texas to go to the funeral. And he goes, he goes, I remember that he told me that planes, Back then, didn't have they didn't have jet engines yet. That everything was still had propellers. Huh. So <laughs> he took a commercial flight with fucking <laughs> propellers, dude. Like, and I was like, what the fuck, propellers? Like, yeah. they must there must have been a small plane. And he was Pan like, Am. He was like, nah, he was like a big old plane with a bunch of people. <laughs> <on it." laughs> Isn't that is that kind of, is that not dangerous? <laughs> no, dude, that's how planes used to run on yeah. propellers, like that's awesome. like in Indiana Jones. They, they they spin it and it starts and then they, they take off. That's how they had like used to two work. on each wing. Or... Yeah, propellers, big ass propellers. That, yeah. that shit always. And so he was also telling me. And and at that time they could smoke on the plane too, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. for sure, Lucky. dude. Anything for, probably yeah, having it was parties crazy. up there. I heard it was like a party, like a... and <laughs> so crazy. So and economy was a party. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, he told me that, and I was, I was like, damn, like, it's hardcore, cause like, my he, my dad has a cousin who his name's Louie, who's an older guy, like an old, he's like in his sixties, and uh, that was his dad that got oh, killed, shit. and then he that he was only like seven years old or something. Fuck. So I was like, fuck. Hardcore. And then what happened oh, to that, that guy? Did he say what happened to that guy that shot? Your uncle? That he got. They took him to jail. I think he got the electric chair. Yeah. Nah. Nah. I don't nah. Think so. he went, in but Texas he got. He's, they yeah. said that he for got. For murder? Not for shooting a Mexican. Moira? Nah. I think it was. A legal I'm citizen? I'm sure it was Mexican on Mexican crime. Was he legal? But yeah, he tells me crazy. And then Mexican, also. Mexican crime. A, another thing that I always. Reported then, maybe. That always. Man. What? Always trips me out is he. He obviously grew up in Texas. So he was born in 1930. Yeah. So. Um, he talks about how segregated it was and how, like, and he just tells me, like, what it was like for the black people when he was saying how, like, you know, obviously uh, black people used to have to sit in the back of the bus, right? That yeah. You know, everybody knows that. But he tells me that if the bus was full and the, and the back of the bus was full and it was full, you know, that and then more white people came on that the bus driver would get up, go to the back of the bus, and he would start handing out transfers to all the black people in the back. So they, get and they would all have to get off the bus and wait for make the next room. Yeah, and, and get off and make room for the white people, <laughs> and then they would have to wait for the next bus. Oh, wow. That's insane. Yeah. And considering like how violent and like racist it was back then, in my mind, like in some weird fucked up way, I was thinking like, 
Well, at least they didn't just throw him off the damn bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they gave him a transfer. Yeah, they gave him like, a gave transfer, him I guess. Like, what a weird but, yeah. way to, like, show mercy. But, yeah. Still fucked up. And he was saying, this is another one that blew my mind. <clears throat> he was saying how when he was a kid, like 11 years old, he used to shine shoes. Yeah. So, 11, he was born in 1930. That means this is 1941 yeah. that he's walking around. The train station. Spit shine, you need spit shine, sir. He's doing spit shines. He's doing spit shines, dude. And he's saying that he would go to the Greyhound station. Spit shine, Tommy. Here you go. Come in. Get your spit shine. Spit shine. Spit shine. Spit shine. You know what? I spit shine the best, huh? Let me see. And um So he would go to the Greyhound station because in 1941. Or maybe 42, somewhere around there. Uh, I think the United States had just entered the wo- World War II. Uh-huh. So everybody was a soldier. Nice. Everybody was in uniform. <clears throat> so, in fact, my, soldiers were such a common thing. And it was such a, like, they were looked up to. Like, that my grandpa said that. Like heroes, right? They were like heroes. Mm-hmm. That he tried to, in the last year of, of, of World War II, 44, he tried to join. He tried to oh, get nice. in the army to go fight, and he was only fourteen. But they said to get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> so no, so 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 he told me how they would go to the Greyhound station because there was constantly soldiers coming in and out of town, yeah. and they all had shiny black boots. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> so that was money. that's where the that's where the profit was to be made. So um. In the Greyhound station, there was a cap, or there was like a diner, like you know, with however many seats, and there was booths and places to sit. And he said that there was one booth designated for a black family, only one. And every At a diner, you said it was a diner in the Greyhound station. So black families have there to was wait one for booth. black families to finish. So if there was one back black family that came to eat. They would get the booth, and if another black family came, they would have to wait until the other family was finished. <laughs> I would imagine the line was long for them, or they just wouldn't go out to eat. I mean, yeah. you know, it's crazy, dude. And, and he and he like tells me, and, and he's like, "Damn," he's like, "Yeah," he goes, "It was horrible." He was for black people, it was terrible, but you know, fuck. And and I'm like, I'm like, damn, like it's weird. It's like talking to like a history book, but at the same time, like gives you perspective of like. I guess you know, like that kind of shit. Yeah, is that, not that, that I, far off. Yeah, you know, I we, mean, have, is your grandfather it. racist or no? Of course not. I mean, are we all a little racist? Nah, he's not. I mean, <clears throat> I, I hate, I, I hate to use the like, that was the times, uh, kind, you know, excuse kind of thing. But I mean, that uh-huh. was the time. Yeah. He was a kid. It was that's. It was Texas. It was a hardcore Southern state. And, and that's then, just how it was, and you then know. Us being born in, in LA, California, you know, we forget how. Yeah, that's how Texas is right over. It was. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> my grandpa had a had a uh, a woman who he grew up with, who also grew up in in San. And I remember having a conversation with her, mm-hmm. and she. And I mean, the the, the thing is that they're they're kind of open to how it was and what they thought, how they thought in the time, you know. Um, and she was saying how that she, when she was a kid, that her father was incredibly racist, like insanely, like, huh. just like, you know, <clears throat> and that she was in a carpool and that the guy who drove the car, the, the dad that drove the car was a black, was black. 
and she was in the carpool and that as soon as her dad found out that the black guy was driving the carpool the black dad mm-hmm. she, he like immediately like removed her from the, he didn't there was no fucking way he was gonna let her drive <laughs> right in the car and she was like <laughs> yeah I was like fuck like I don't know all that kind of shit blows my mind yeah I mean my dad told me when he was trucking and he went out somewhere towards Kentucky or it might have been in Kentucky uh, that he just stopped at a restaurant to eat you know and then and get water and rest up and he got in there and and he said that it was like all it was like a sea of just white people eating in this diner mm-hmm. and they looked at him and they were like oh they instantly knew you know he wasn't from there mm-hmm. and then my dad just being very proud to be a Chicano and everything was like yeah. oh what uh, you know why don't you want me eating here and they're like well well, you're not white, so get out and get, get yeah. the fuck out of yeah. here. You can have water, but you, but you can get no the fuck food. out of here. Yeah. If you want to go around back, yeah. you might be able to hook you up with a couple pieces of pie. <laughs> and you get out of here and leave these poor people to the meals. Yeah, dude. And that was that was only two years ago that this happened. Oh, you know, it's God. funny. Um, <clears throat> when I used to play in Central Jimmy, we would do, like, road gigs up um, to, like, Central Cali. We would go to Mammoth and and and... and and we would drive through Central California, California, you know, the su- supposedly supposedly liberal state, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> um, in Central Jimmy, our bass player was black. His name was Chuck. He was a black guy. He, he was actually half black. His mother was from Japan. He was half Japanese, and his dad. Ooh, that's a good mix. Yeah, he was. Mom was from Japan, and his dad was actually from Compton. And he was in the and he was in the military and was in Japan and met and then they they got so so Chuck is actually only half lucky but um, <laughs> yeah but um um what was I gonna say oh so now he has an af- kind of like an afro but he uh-huh. had dreads for a long time so I, I so we were in a place where were we what was it called Bishop it was called Bishop California uh-huh. and it wasn't Bishop. It's these little <laughs> towns, dude. Like between like LA mm-hmm. and like Frisco or San Francisco and San Jose, there's like Central desert? Cali. There's just a lot these of, uh... small towns. Like any small town you would, any small town you you could write, like a rural town in yeah. Arkansas or Alabama. Like yeah, you could find like those the cities. Like four, or five you could blocks find those. Big. One time we were driving up to Mammoth to play, uh-huh. and we. Got we missed the turn and ended up going like twenty miles past where we were supposed to turn, and we ended up in this place called Vin Lining, California. Vin Lining. Vin Lining, California. That's and I got and I got. I swear to God, it was like going so into like the Vin, Lani, Vin Lining County. Vin. Or? No, the name of the town. It was a small town. It was called Vin Lining. Vin Lining. Uh-huh. And um, and uh, it was like a. It was the weirdest. It was just. It was. Just in the middle of fucking nowhere, like you're on a highway, mm-hmm. and then suddenly there's like, like not even buildings, like houses, mm-hmm. like that show up sporadically here and there, and like we were like, okay, like we had gone to Mammoth a couple times to play. We had already been up there like a couple times, like to to um to play the weekend, and so we at the, by the time we got to Vin Lining, like we realized like we're not we already passed Mammoth, like we missed it and we were fucking morons. So, but it Should've was, we were in there for five minutes, Albuquerque. dude. So what we did, yeah, it was almost <laughs> like that. Like, we was like, we're lost, you know. <clears throat> I knew I shouldn't have took that left at Albuquerque. <laughs> uh, so, um, so we, we pull off, right? Yeah. 
and mm-hmm. and uh, into like this little like gas station slash like general store. And yeah. and have remember um. Have you ever seen that movie, No Country for Old Men? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that movie, Mike? Yes. I okay, you from okay. Remember the scene where uh, Javier Bardem's character goes into the general store and he flips the coin with An the guy, old man. Uh-huh. and he's like, "How lucky, Shoes. friendo!" And this and that. I swear to God, the guy that general store owner was in Vin Lining, except way more like racist. And uh. like we walked in, and he I I don't know, but he was like chewing. You know, like he, tobacco. Yeah, tobacco. <laughs> he was like chewing tobacco. <laughs> Had his patoo. Yeah, he like spin. He like he spin. Ding. Bad and then he goes, he goes, he goes, and we walk in. He's like, "Can I help you, boys?" <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, Ugh. and he looked at Chuck with those long ass dreads past his ass. Oh, forget it. We, we might have all, we might as well have all been black. He was ready to chase us all out of there. Damn. And. And John, our scene was white. Oh, they didn't give a fuck. John, yeah. You know what I'm saying? John had dreads too, though. So, have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> have you seen Easy Rider? Yeah. Remember that scene in Easy Rider where they, where they go into the restaurant and the bo- and, and and the guys are like, like you know, they're chewing yeah. tobacco and they're like all mad because they have long hair and shit. I swear to God, dude, it was like that. Like this. Boy, now from around we're lost, uh, sir. We're we're here to play a rock and roll show for all up in Mammoth, California, Mammoth. Went to Mammoth one, nothing, <laughs> went to Mammoth one, nothing but horse. <laughs> you boys read the Bible? No, sir. You want to go down that route, right, Matt? Huh? You don't want to go down that so, route. So, 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 so right we told him like we're trying to get to Mammoth, mm-hmm. and he's like, it's about twenty five miles back the way you came. I was like, oh shit! It was so like, back the way we came, but <laughs> but the, the, but he pulled out the shotgun like. <laughs> we were like. Um, let's get the ten dollars on fifteen fuck? pump fifteen, please. Thank you. <laughs> then we ran out of there. <laughs> but um, so keep the change. Yeah, dude, like that shit used to happen, and, and then up in so we were in Bishop. Um, this might have even been the same trip. I don't know. That was a weird. I went to Cal- places in Cali. I had no idea existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were in Bishop, and and uh, I wasn't there, but apparently Chuck and and John walked into a bar because we had like a bunch of time to kill. Yeah. And that the same thing happened. Like they walked into a bar and just like everything just like stopped, you know? <laughs> record Cur- kids. Yeah, like the record track, like <laughs> you hear a little ga- ga- glass break. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This place looks like some fun. guys playing piano, like doo, 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 and then like <laughs> glass like breaking. The, yeah, like the piano <laughs> stops abruptly. And then like and then of course John, uh-huh. who's a white guy, John's like Walks in, you know, continues to walk in. Chuck's got one bead of sweat coming down. <laughs> John's like, two, two beers. Can I help you, boys? <laughs> no, I don't know if that happened, but no, but, he's, but John did say that, like, that, like they walked in and everyone looked at him like, uh, like they, had, everyone in the bar was white. Like was, you guys are all black foreigners. Know. Like if you guys, yeah, are, dude. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm not saying that all white people are racist. I'm just saying that, like, you know, that's kind of like the scene. You maybe, know what I mean? Maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe it was a. It was like just a weird culture, so- culture, culture shock. Culture shock, but it's yeah. California. But, yeah, but you so know, that's why when you say like, oh, it's funny because we live in California. We don't really live in California. We live in Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles, where it's it's you know there's it's huge. It's it's a different <laughs> dynamic of of racism. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like like. 
Mexican on black racism. There's black Mexicans and Salvies don't like each other. White people, they just all go to Brentwood and just stay there. <laughs> Barricade. <laughs> like, let them the fucking city. let them wipe themselves out. We're just gonna fucking We're just gonna stay on the west side. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Didn't you say you went to Reno uh, one time and you oh, thought shit. you were gonna lose your friend? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I wanted to bring Drew on to tell that story, but... Well, I mean, we can say now and then just... Nah, like, we... Oh, man, that's a fucking in-depth story, dude. Like, um... I mean, you're on Sons of Jimmy. I thought... Okay, I thought you'd fine. Be so we went to, um, Lake Tahoe once. <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'll you do it up. Fuck it. No, I'll tell you guys. Have I ever told you that story? You told me... Have you, I told you? I'm sure I've told which you. Which one? When we went... We and we... I'll just tell it. Okay. I mean, you've told me a lot of stories. I know. I know, I know a lot of stories you've told me. Well, now that I, I have, just like hearing now that I have the podcast, it's sort of like just tell get it out. Like yeah. I don't feel the need to like carry on with everyone I talk to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just listen to the podcast, dude. I yeah, talk to I'm like, now I'm just like, honestly, just listen to the podcast because. Hear me. So, hear me. <laughs> hear me. So, that was actually the last time we ever were on the quote unquote road. We went to uh, Lake Tahoe. And um, what was funny is we had like we were, we had booze on us and we had like mm. weed, yeah, possibly other stuff. Woo! <laughs> and um, woo! And uh, so we had uh, we had never been there before. So we're driving. We passed Mammoth. This is you know, and um, we're supposed to. We didn't have to leave California. We were just gonna take the eighty nine, and that was gonna take us straight to Lake Tahoe. But um, when we got to the 89, which I think is off the 395, which is the 395 is most of the trip, um, it was closed off. And it was like closed because it was like deadly terrain because it was like snowing and shit. <laughs> so we ended up having to cross the state line into Nevada yeah. and going around. And we had to go through Nevada because Lake Tahoe is both in Nevada and I California. Oh. So the funny thing is when we played – where we the, the pla- we had an Airbnb. The place we stayed at was in California, but the um, Wait, how long ago was this? This was around the beginning of 2016. Shit! Oh, okay. so not, not that long. not too long ago. Seems like forever ago. And um, <laughs> so we played, but the whole the, the ho- we played at a hotel. It was a it was like a bar. And a, it was actually the Cabo Wabo, Sammy Hagar's nice. Cabo Wabo. And um, Abo, bro. <laughs> and um so we the, the that was in the Nevada part. So we literally had to cross the state line to go play the gig. Yeah. So we just left all the drugs in Cali and we would go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we would go over, cross the line, play the gig, get go some back. drinks, and then go back over state lines and get high. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, because Nevada at that time was very Oh man, we were nuts, dude. Nuts. But I was like at that time, like we were playing, we were really fucking good. We were we were doing road gig after road gig. So I was like in full like 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 rock star mode, just like do it you know, do it you know. So <laughs> drugs, bitches. <laughs> mostly yeah. drugs. Just mostly drugs. Oh, oh. <laughs> Not enough bitches. But yeah, here and there, here oh, and there. Yeah. <laughs> I got lucky. So so um so we played two nights and everything was cool. We we played, we got fucked up, we we stayed we the Airbnb we had was super nice. And we, 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 the next day we woke up, we hung out all day because the gig is into the nighttime. So we hung out. It was fucking super, like, it's all, Lake Tahoe is like Big Bear. Like, it's in the forest. It's up in the mountains. Oh, nice. Camping. So, so like, 
we we the next day we have a second gig and and we're hanging out and i brought my bb guns we're shooting bbs we're smoking weed we're drinking <laughs> we're hanging out it was oh man it was the best i it was the best it was the best and then we go play the gig we, we fucking play the gig we murder it we fucking get drunk go back get high more fuck, you know it was all <laughs> fucking so the second night we have to so at the time our drummer he had a serious medical issue he had he had contracted a disease that um contracted a disease that made him lose about 98% of his kidney function when he was about 25 years old Damn. so he pretty much wow. had no kidneys so he at this so he had to start doing dialysis so at the time when we were playing and 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 you know doing road gigs and stuff um I'm hesitant to use the word touring because we didn't really tour. It was more like weekend well, it stuff. Like, it sounds like you guys soft tour. It was yeah. yeah, but it wasn't like it was a soft tour. Fine, it we would go for weekends sell. here and there. You guys would drive out. We were losers. <laughs> so um, trying to make it work. Yeah. So he's he has since gotten a kidney, um, since this has happened. Yeah. So I'm sure he won't mind me bringing it up, but um. So at the time we would we were up against a lot of shit and one of the things that we were up against was having to schedule our gigs or especially if we're on the road scheduling our road gigs around him getting dialysis so um so we couldn't really leave. if we so if we planned a two week tour we would ha- we would have had to have made sure wherever we were at every like two or three days there was a dialysis center, was a dialysis center which they're pretty common no yeah. way that's crazy. luckily there's even one right here in fucking Boyle Heights down the street. Yeah. We're pretty, so we're pretty common, but still like, you know, we had to be, yeah, he, he, that had, was, that was, he was literally, if he did not get dialysis, he would die. So, so, so that, that second night we're partying, we're hanging out. He, he, and, um, but me and, 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 and my drummer, we go to bed early cause we have to wake up at six in the morning because we got to get the fuck out of there and go back to LA to get to his dialysis appointment. So we were cutting it super fucking close. Like like by the time we got to LA, he was going to like be already like 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 like, like, like yeah, he was already going to be not in good shape. He yeah. was already looking kind of yellow. Mm-hmm. But he the funny thing about like his skin not really yellow, but like yeah. he just looked like Something he wasn't was well, yeah. uh-huh. but he was a very he's a he was a very he still is a very like strong guy, so he held it together pretty easily. Even yeah. though who knows what was really going on, sure, yeah. so or how he was feeling physically. So we were supposed to get up at six in the morning to pack up and take off and get to LA as soon as possible, and it's about seven hours back home from from Lake Tahoe. Oh damn! So damn. So we go to bed and we wake up. And it's six in the morning. It's still dark outside, right? Yeah. And um, one time. I'm, 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 I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. Yeah, one here. Damn, they must know we're here. Yeah, they after us. <laughs> and um, so I wake up. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm all groggy, but I'm brushing my teeth. You know this and that. And uh, and 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 there's. I'm looking at the. Win- I'm looking at the mirror right over the sink. And like to my to my right is the window, but there's a shade and it's closed. Mm. So I turn and I open the shade to look outside because it's beautiful outside. Mm. And it's fucking snowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and, and like, I remember was the window covered in snow. No, 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 no. But there was it was snowing. There was okay. snow. It was, we weren't like snowed in, but it was <laughs> it was snowing. And I and and, and similar with the fire, I opened <laughs> when I when my house was on fire, I yeah. opened the blinds, see that it's snowing, and then I closed the blinds really quickly. And then I opened the blinds again, <laughs> as if the snow maybe was, and maybe I was seeing things, you know, maybe the snow wasn't really there. Oh, oh, thank God! So I, I opened it. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just severely hallucinating. We're okay. And I opened it again, and it's fucking snowing. So here's the problem. <laughs> my, we bought my dad's truck because we didn't have anything to, you know, we had, a, you know, we didn't have money for our own truck. Yeah. So we bought my dad's truck. My dad has. Um, a open bed truck yeah. with no cover where we put all our shit and we don't have any way to cover our equipment. Now, luckily, our equipment was still at the club. They had let us store our equipment there um, because we were going to play there two nights and it just was easier and they had the room. So our shit was safe. But now it's snowing. We're unprepared for snow. We can't. We don't have a tarp. We don't have shit. We don't have fucking snow tires. We're from fucking Los Angeles. We don't know how to handle snow. I don't know if the truck's going to be able to drive down. Yeah. I don't know if this is the beginning of a fucking blizzard. What's snow? You know what I'm saying? The snow from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that's snow. Oh. Yes. That's insane. So, and so now we don't know when we can leave. And Drew is now in serious critical condition. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to say his name. His name's Drew. So, who's my drummer? Who has kidney issues? Who did have kidney issues? So, so I tell Drew, what do we do? Like, tell me what to do so that you're okay. And he says, okay, I need you to take me to the hospital right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, we get in the truck. We drive to the hospital. And he, I just drop him off. He goes, <laughs> just, dump just, him. He goes just drop me emergency. off. Like, you got shot. No, he <laughs> goes, just drop me off. I'll, I, and I'll call you when I know what's going on. Just drop me off and just wait. Okay, so I drop him off. Now we go back, and now we have to figure out how long. Now we have to figure out how long it's going to be before we can leave. So we go back, and, and I'm, I'm now I'm there with, with, with John and Chuck, and we're sitting around, and we're just like, okay, so we can't leave until it stops snowing. So we'll just sit here and we'll figure out we'll when we're going to leave. But all we can do now is sit here. And our main concern is that Drew is okay. Once he's okay, then we'll get the fuck out of here. When we get the, If we need money to stay longer, we can, you know, we'll figure it out. Right. So a couple hours go by and I'm calling Drew when I can't get through. Right. And I'm calling him, I'm calling him, and it's just going to voicemail. And, oh, important note, it stops snowing. And it was weird because it stopped snowing, and then, like, the snow just, like, went away. Like, it was weird because when it was snowing, there was snow on the ground. But then when it stopped snowing, like, it melted really quickly. Like, instantly? Almost. Yeah, almost, not instantly, but, like, like the snow started to melt away pretty fucking quickly. Like, the roads weren't covered in <laughs> snow, anything. So I'm like, oh, it's not snowing. Let me call Drew. So I call, and I call him, and, and uh, I drew, so I'm like, okay, I can't find him. Fuck it. I'm just going to drive to the hospital. It was just, a, like, a mile down. So I get, my, I get it back in the truck. I drive to the hospital, and I get to the hospital. And I get in, and I walk in, and I'm, and I, and I, I'm looking for, so, for so-and-so and, and, and this and that. So finally I find Drew. Turns out uh, Lake Tahoe doesn't have a, uh, doesn't have a dialysis facility. 
So I walk in and now Drew is practically like on his death, like on his deathbed, like, uh, and they have, so he's been sitting there and they've been giving him something, but it's not what he needs. It's not anything that's going to save his life. Uh-huh. It's just something. And so I come in and Drew looks bad, but I don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> his eyes are bloodshot and he just looks bad. And this is a guy who is full of life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when I, um, someone I almost like, like looked up to. Like, he was so confident and, like, just full of life. So to see him in that that way was kind of weird for me, right? Yeah. And um, I say, so I go up to him, and he's like, I veed up to something, and I say, hey, it stopped snowing, and I think we could leave. I think we can get, it's only been a couple hours since we woke up. It's like 8 in the morning. It stopped snowing. I think we could leave. And he goes, Okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Fuck this. Let's just get out of here and we'll just I'll just do it when I get home. Okay. So I tell the doctor. Doctor, uh, it stops snowing so we're going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so the now, now the doctor, nice nice man. I don't remember his name. Dr. Drake. He kind of like <laughs> he looks at me Dr. Octopus. And you know, doctors are used to just people doing what the fuck that you they tell people to do. Yeah. Because they're doctors and they know. Mm-hmm. So he kind of looks at me and he and he knows that I don't know shit. He knows that I'm just trying to get the fuck out of there because I'm just some stupid kid. So yeah. he kind of looks at me. He looks like he kind of looks around and he goes, take a seat. And he, he walk. So I take a seat and he closes his door. And, there, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, sit down. Okay. So I sit down. I look You're at gonna Drew. You're going to want to sit down. I look at Drew. Drew's like barely alive. <laughs> and he goes, look, I know you guys are musicians, and I know this is what you guys do, and you guys are not from around here, and you're just on the road, and I know you want to go home. I go, but if you attempt to drive home right now, your friend is going to die. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And. Blatantly honest. I yeah. said. <laughs> Okay. Noted. Doc. <laughs> noted. And I go, and he and I'm sitting there and I'm like, fuck, Who dude. Like this. I'm like, this isn't my husband, dude. Like, this is just my friend. Like, you know, it was weird. It was weird. Like, I had to be the family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, husband. This is my brother. You know what I'm saying? No, no, you could have said that. No, but it felt weird. It felt like 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 a loved one, you know? Mm-hmm. So he goes. I know you guys are musicians, but this is a serious fucking issue. This is a serious fucking condition. If you guys are not prepared for this, you're, you're putting your friend's life in danger. He goes, honestly, we all knew this snow was coming. Oh. And I go, yeah, well, we're not from around here. Yeah, well, you knew you were coming here. You could have checked your weather app. It's winter time. <sighs> Shit. Yeah. Fuck. All right, got me there, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I'm an yeah. asshole. I get it. <laughs> so I go okay. If any, if you if you go home now, your friend is not gonna make it. <laughs> well, do something. <laughs> I go. Well, you're the fucking doctor, Do me a goddamn. Throw me a bone here. I get it. I get it. I'm an asshole. He's gonna die. Solution, please. Do you plan to have insurance? I go. What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? No. Well, then we can't do nothing for him. He goes. What do we do? He goes. The nearest, he goes, we need to throw your friend in an ambulance, like toss him in there ASAP and drive him 
to the nearest <laughs> to the nearest um dialysis hospital and you need to come and meet us there i say okay where is this center and he said two words i'll never forget <clears throat> reno nevada <laughs> like that show and i said uh <laughs> Reno 911, great show, great yeah, show. Good, uh, good, 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 good reference, Doc. Well, really, where is this um, center at? <laughs> so how far is that? Reno, Nevada. Okay. So um, I go, okay, well, fuck. All right, then, let's go. So they threw him in a fucking ambulance, and they took him off to Reno. I went back to the house, and I go back, and the boys are like, what's up? And I go, we're going to Reno. Throw all the drugs out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. We're going to Rio Nevada. Bro, I'm not Reno. crossing state lines with all that shit again. Fuck yeah. that. Bro. And um, how far? Yeah, how Reno far? was. Where were you again? I'm sorry. We were in Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. That's right. Reno was uh, um, I don't know, about an hour away. So we went to Reno and uh, in ambulance. That's um. No, we went. We had a fucking. No, so they had we to had to get in the truck and, and we had to get all our equipment, throw it in the truck, and then we drove to Reno. But I'll tell you what, though, the drive to Reno, mm-hmm. oh man, gorgeous, gorgeous. Like, there's this humongous lake, Lake Tahoe, right? Right. It was this Lake Tahoe had this huge lake? Didn't know where it came from, <laughs> and um, <laughs> so so the, the most of the drive was parallel to this lake. So there was just trees everywhere, oh, that's beautiful. and like it oh, was, it was, dope. it was, yeah, it was, it was amazing. And uh, one of those, eh? You know, and uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was. So it was bad, but and then, but if Drew went and uh, he, they eventually hooked him up and got him on IV, and then they gave us clearance. Um, so that was eight in the morning ish. We got out of, so we drove to Reno. They finally gave him okay to leave the hospital in Reno around 6 p.m. Damn. that night. And then we drove right home back to L.A. Fuck. No. So how, how many was it? Roughly eight hours then? Yeah, I fucking Fuck. pedal to the metal, dude. And and I remember driving home. We left, and I, mean, I was like, finally, Drew's okay, and we can fucking go home. Because, like, yeah. you know, there was, like, things. wives waiting at home. Now, I didn't have a wife, but yeah. some of them did, and, like, they <laughs> wow, were not happy. Is- they were not happy that, uh, like, yeah, they were not happy that that happened. Um, so finally, we're driving home. I remember we we got out of we got out of the hospital and I remember we went to um went to Burger King yeah. before we hit the road and I had a hot dog. I remember eating a hot dog at Burger King. At Burger King, they were serving hot dogs <laughs> at the time, and for some reason, I I, wanted the hot I was dog. like, I'm gonna take a hot dog. <laughs> You know, all that stress. You're like, <laughs> really, I, I want a fucking really hot dog. Fucking want a hot dog right now. <laughs> but we're at Burger King. We're at fucking Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, and one one more thing. So that so that was cool. So one thing I remember vividly too is, so we're driving home and the sun's going down, and I was just so fucking happy to just fucking be on my way home. Yeah, we all were. Home is where you make it. And oh no no no, Reno was no home of mine. No home is right, home is where you make it. Yeah, home was where I made it in Monterey Park, home California. Is where you make it. <laughs> just, actually, I was already living in Boyle Heights at the time. So um, you like to see homos naked. So I remember. So so um, so the sun went down about an hour into driving home, and now I realize I have to drive on the highway. 
with no light any whatsoever. Just like from the there truck. was literally, and I remember at one point, um, early on, like in in, in the highway at the Sanhigan town, there was this one highway, mm-hmm. and there was one divider, and there was one lane going north and one lane going south. And it was a very, very narrow highway, and I was driving, and there was no lights other than my headlights. The only thing, that, and, and then the 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 road was curvy. It was going like that. Fuck. Like, uh, like an S. Just curvy, like curve after curve. And there's no fucking light other than my headlights, and I can barely see in front of me. The only thing I can see, shit, the only thing I can see that 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 so that I can see the road ahead of me mm-hmm. that keeps me knowing like when to turn is there's reflectors these little tiny poles yeah. that have on the like side. reflectors on just or reflectors there's about that big yeah. whatever what is that like three inches worth two three inches worth of reflector yeah and I would only see maybe like three reflectors ahead of me and oh, man shit. it was Never fucking mind. scary and, and and the scary part is there's cars coming from the uh, the other opposite direction. And there's nothing in between us other than that little drawn line. And I'm talking Whoa. about big rigs are just... That's it was nice, mostly dude. big rigs for some reason. Like, every corner, there's a big rig fucking cutting me off. You were in your car? I was in my dad's truck. Okay. But, I mean, fuck. I think I've seen that one's pretty big, huh? You're, You're like big. getting bullied by big yeah, rigs. Yeah, dude. Road. And I'm like, dry man, it was intense. And, and uh, it was... Yeah. Shit. We didn't get... We got home. I spoke truckers? We finally got back home, uh, like, 3 in the morning. A lot, it was a long Dream day, man. One of those. Long that sounds... day. Yeah. Good times, though, I but, bet. Uh, it was good times. Yeah, I think about that a lot. Um, my homie, my 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 drummer, he... he Got the good and the bad of the trip. Yeah. Bad he, comes at the end. He... That was insane. So I actually, to come yeah, down. I, wrote a, I wrote a song about it. I'm still writing it, but... Yeah, didn't you tell me you felt like you were never going to get the fuck out of Reno? Yeah, now I, I it's just like we just had no idea never when we were going to leave, so we didn't know if we were going to have to stay the night. And like, yeah, that was the um, sentiment was uh, like, when the fuck are we going to Like, we're never going to be able to leave because like. Are your friends life? We're just like, fake? we don't know when Drew's going to be better. <laughs> We're like, you know, we don't have a lot of resources, you know, like blah blah blah. I mean, if we need, if we had ran out of money, we could have got like, you know, yeah, money. Could have borrowed money from somebody. Someone was about to die. Venmo. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it, it, you know, we handled it the way it was. We did the best um, we could. But just that fucking. You never. That you fucking guys doctor. Never. You know, I was like Drew's at this time. Parents? I was. Oh, of course. First person okay. I called. We called everyone. We said, "Look, Drew's. He's not." He's not doing well, and we need, to, and we don't know what's gonna happen. We need, I mean, but um, we need to make sure that he's safe, and then we can go home. Obviously, like no one's gonna disagree with that. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Good trip. Good trip. Yeah, glad you guys made it. But call. it was just that stupid That's fucking cool. doctor. Like I was just, I was only. 2016. Oh, was it 2017? 2000. I was only 25. Shit. I was gonna be 26. No, I was 26. Good times. I was 26. So, you know, I wasn't used to handling, like, that caliber of... I always knew that, that 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 you know, he Drew had problems, issues, and he was in and out of the hospital all the time. But I was in error with him in the hospital, you know? Yeah. It was always just, hey, you know how you how doing? Bad. How's everything going? You know how bad. Um, and then, like you said, he, this and that. And he of course, so Drew, he, he's not going to be like, oh, man, I'm, you know, yeah. he'd be like, oh, it's hard. But, you know, I get through it. And, and he has to and, do you that know, every day or like every, every couple weekend? days, every, couple, every days. couple days, every two or three days. And, um, yes. So 
to sit in there like that, it was it was just a new experience for me. It was something. And Drew, you know, he he was a good like he was someone I consider a, a good friend. I actually have known Drew since the seventh grade, if if you believe that. Uh, and and now, how's he doing? Uh, he got a, he got a new kitty man. The guy got a whole fucking new lease on life. Nah. I want to bring him in here. I want I want a new kitty. I want to talk to him about it. Um, yeah, hopefully he'll come in. Because I mean that whole ride to where you get a kidney from? That's no joke. So that was an hour ride, and the ambulance already yeah, on dude. his way, yeah. like feeling like shit. Yeah, he dude. yeah he he's yeah he's he's a strong guy. It's all hopped up on and dope. And, and what always tripped me out is like Drew. Really, he really was like he was that guy who like he you know like he was just so he just was just had a positive. lot of he had a lot of confidence. He was positive. He 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 knew how to fight. He he knew how to talk to chicks. Like he was he was you know he just had all the game. Like he was just one of those guys. Just like it just seemed like he just had it all together. Mm-hmm. So when he got so sick, it was just weird to see him sort of. Because even before he got died, because like there was a time where before his kidneys failed, mm-hmm. that he was his health was just failing, and he actually he ended up telling me. When he after his kidneys failed, and then he went into dialysis and started to sort of go on the quote unquote road to recovery, mm-hmm. he told me that prior to his kidneys failing, a year prior to that, that the doctors had diagnosed him, had diagnosed him saying, "You have this disease. It's honestly, it's just hereditary." I think you know we could have him come in and he can he can clarify Explain, this. But what yeah. he told me was that they diagnosed him. And that he actually went into somewhat of like a, they had told him that like no matter what you do, your kidneys are gonna fail. So the and so Damn. what that so that kind of fucked him up. Of course, I didn't know he never told me, and that this went on for a year, and that he said that he kind of became very angry and started to drink and like get fucked up. Yeah. And that he was purposely fucking up his kidneys. So it could happen already? Because happen already. he didn't see the point. He said, there's nothing I can do about it, so fuck it. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, and that's that, like if somebody's telling you, you know, you have like a year to live, you know? Yeah, and, and, and but see, I didn't know that that was going on when it was going on. It wasn't until after he, he had suffered his, his kidney failure that, that it all kind of came to light. But I, it's funny, though, because prior to that happening... We had been playing shows and doing our thing, and um, we had played a show in Covina, and I remember Drew came, and he had his fucking drum set on him, and he sat up, and we played the show, and, and you know, I was, at this point, I was completely oblivious that anything was going on with him. Mm-hmm. We were drinking, just yeah. think fucking being stupid, and playing shows. And giving him kidney punches. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I was like, you got another one, yeah. hitting him in the kidneys. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> hey, Chris, he's throwing up blood. I'm like, suck it up, pussy. And um, That's and I remember, it. but I'll never forget it. I remember the show was over. I remember his his girl was there, um, his girlfriend, and he packed up his drum set, and I was like all drunk and like all hyped out. And um, I go to his window. I'm like, all right, man, like, fucking good show, and and I'll see you later. And and his girlfriend's there, and I'm like, man. I'll see you later, man. It's good to see you. And then I looked at Drew and I said, hey, we'll go get together. A lot like what we do with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Whenever we do a podcast, once it's over, 
we start to plan for the next one. Yeah. Same thing with shows. Once we would do a show, I'd be like, hey, well, let's meet up in a couple of days and we'll talk about what the fuck we're going to do next, right? Right. So same thing. I said, hey, man, tell me. And I remember he looked at me and, like, he smiled, a very weak smile, and he was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and he gave me just, like, this weird. And I remember, look, like, kind of thinking, like, he doesn't look well. And he was like, oh, yeah, for sure, dude. And he kind of gave me this really tired kind of, like, response. Fuck. And he tried his very hardest to, like, kind of smirk. And I was like, all right, man, well, I'll see you soon. And he's like, yeah, man, I'll see you. And then he took off. And I remember thinking, like, hmm, he didn't look that well. but And then I just was like, nah, whatever. <laughs> and then ran back in and, like, you know, started drinking more and whatever. <laughs> Where's the coke And then, and then yeah, after that, weird. yeah, and then not too long after that, he, he you know, he had to. <laughs> You're uh, like, fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> What's his fucking problem? He's got a sick ass band, sick ass drummer, just played a sick ass show. He's got a fucking cute girlfriend. What's his fucking and then problem? You give him a more punch before he leaves. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, dude, are you okay? It looks like you're suffering from complete fit kidney failure. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up, dude. That is so fucked. I shouldn't have said that, dude. Uh, you know, I know Drew, and. In my mind, he's a, he's a cool he dude. has he know Drew. He's fucking the shit, dude. He's he's that's my my yeah, small boy. Him, man. But I hope he's a great, he's a I hope drummer. if he ever listens to this, sorry, I hope to kill it. I hope that he that I didn't Wait. cross the line. That I didn't share no, anything well, that I shouldn't have well, shared. The, the but thing is, you're appreciating that he has a new lease on. Oh no, he said, I mean he's he, able to go back and think. He got his fucking you know, new kidney dude, and so this and, is uh, not out of making fun of him. This is more. No, like I'm not making fun of him. Being appreciated, of course that, not. You know, appreciating that, and and he's he's, he's able to live he's, And you know, and I and I remember I told him about my me not drinking and how good I was feeling, and he, you know, and he's is he not he's, drinking? He's he drinks. What he can't do anymore is actually smoke weed. Because really? when what? he that first, sucks. apparently, um, when he first, because he eventually got a new kidney, and had the surgery, and uh, I'll let I'll I'll on him I'll let him come in and I'll let yeah. him tell the story. Yeah. Um, yes. But eventually he did get a new kidney and he got a kidney transplant. It's been probably over a year, and um, that's dope. Yeah, that is. Dope. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Uh, good for him, man. Yeah, no, and um, but apparently. He he, well, he said that when he first got the when he first had the surgery, part of his recovery was that the hospital gave him medicine that purposely compromised his immune system, which means it purposely made his yeah. immune system work at a low level. So it wouldn't attack the because kidneys. it would because the kidney it would attack it's the foreign, kidney as yeah. a foreign object and reject it. So they didn't want his body to reject it. So therefore. He um, he had to like he could he almost had to like live in a bubble like he had to be very careful about being around germs about being around places where there's a lot of people and there's a lot of like sneezing and, and you know people in the air you know like stuff going airborne yeah and one of the things was that they said that he couldn't smoke weed anymore because there's a there's a potential that, that sucks. there's a potential that um that the weed that there could be some sort of reaction where fungus could start growing on his kidneys mm-hmm. or something or that, that, yeah, it would fuck him up like bad. So that just to eliminate the risk, just don't smoke weed. So now he drinks now, um, but, but he drinks, risk? you know, and he, he, you know, he doesn't I guess hit it. The, he doesn't hit the bottle the way he used mm-hmm. to. I he, yeah. think he drinks more in moderation. I haven't seen him in, I haven't seen him in a while. I talked to him here and there. Um, well, I mean, like I'll text him. He lives in Huntington beach. So he lives kind of far. 
and I lost my car, so it's hard to like get to him and this yeah. and that. And you know, he, he has his he has his own life. Um, you still drumming? Oh yeah, dude. He's that he's, he's the best, dude. Didn't he go to school for it or something? Yeah, we went to, we and him went to school together actually. That's, no, that's we went dope. To school and uh, but it's funny. Um, I met Drew in the seventh grade, which was the same year that I started to play the guitar. And I'd only been playing for a couple months, and he was there, and we became friends. We just hit it off, and um, he invited me to his house. He said, hey, come over. You know, yeah, come over to my house after school. You know, like, you know, yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so he goes, yeah, I'll tell my dad. My dad's so fucking cool. You know Emilio. Mm-hmm. Emilio, oh, man, you've never met Emilio. It's just Drew's dad. Oh, man, Emilio. That guy is something else, man. That's it's weird because like Emilio is probably in his late forties, mm-hmm. but like I have a separate friendship from Drew. He's not just Drew's dad. Like me and Emilio are are friends. A lot like me and Ashley are friends. <laughs> <laughs> separate from, <laughs> yeah. from but this um, guy. but uh, but I remember in seventh grade, Drew was like, "Come over to my house, man. Yeah, we'll hang out." I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah." You know, I had like no friends. <laughs> so I was like, hell yeah. Finally. Come uh, over, man. Because I had actually just, that school, it was, we were in Brightwood. I had only come a year before um, in the sixth grade. So I was kind of new to the school. And then he came in seventh grade. So he was kind of new a little bit. And it was weird. Um, the class that I went into in sixth grade was a five six combo. So it was fifth graders and sixth graders. Wow, and for some reason. Oh, that's cool. When I made friends in sixth grade, a lot of the friends I made were fifth graders, mm. and and I so then when I moved up to seventh grade, they got all taken out of my class because they went into the sixth grade class <laughs> and I went up. So suddenly so I had no your, yeah, yeah suddenly I had no friends it. again. I'm like wait a minute, hold on, no one's talking <laughs> wait, to me. Wait. So so Drew shows up and he becomes my friend and uh, <laughs> and um. We go to his house and he's like, okay, yeah. So my dad's gonna pick me up. So I remember this guy shows up in a blue jeep with it doesn't have anything on it so it's like a convertible jeep and i sat in the back and there's it's a convertible right and my parents were like squares so i'm like holy shit like dope like we're driving no top on the car yeah i'm like this is dope like you know like the seatbelt the seatbelt is like it doesn't go over your shoulder it's just over your waist you know what i'm saying and it's fucking emilio it's the first time i ever saw fucking emilio dude and emilio I realized now at the time was probably only like 27 years old, 28. So he was like this young, cool, hip guy, you know? <laughs> and um, Emilio's another crazy guy, dude. He would be really fun to have on. So um, so we go to Drew's house and we're like hanging out and we're like playing video games. And he's like putting on movies and like whatever. So he goes, yo, man, I want to show you something. Wait, so there's movies? While you guys are playing I remember games. like watching. Like, <laughs> I remember like watching like Super Troopers. He's like, you gotta watch this movie. It's called Super Troopers. <laughs> How many screens? Is like, hey man, you gotta watch this. And you guys are playing Mario, Super Mario. Like, well, no, it was like this is over a course of like hours. No, you yeah, know? I know, but that's what it sounds like. It's and um, <laughs> it's funny because my parents know Emilio now. Like they're good friends now too. But yeah. at the time, we were, you know, it was just like, oh, you know, our boys are friends. So um, that's all boys. So. We're hanging out, and then Drew's like, yo, I got to show you something. So, for some reason, they lived in Alhambra at the time. For some reason, they had their house. It was a nice little, like, two-bedroom, quaint little house in Alhambra. Mm -hmm. And then they had, like, this back garage. And I swear to God, they had, like, this room 
where it was like like a man cave, had the couches, and it was like, Dope. and then there was another door, and then you went into this door, and I kid you not, it was like a 15 car garage. It was this huge mm. garage. It was almost like a mini warehouse, but Emilio only had one car. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking around, and like all the way in the corner, there's Emilio's. I think he parked on the street. I don't even think there was a car in there. <laughs> And then, and then there's this huge, they're like, hello, hello, hello. No, it was huge. And then, I know, I don't know. I was a little kid. Maybe it just seemed huge. Yeah. Possibly. And, and uh, so he goes, you got to see this. And we walk into the garage, this huge garage. And I look around and I do like the 360, right? And I'm looking around. And then I look and all the way in the other corner, in the left corner, there's a drum set, a white drum set. And he goes, you got check this out. So we walk over to the drum set, and he puts headphones on like these that I'm wearing. Yeah. He puts them on, and he goes, watch this. And he starts going. <laughs> Seventh grade. This guy's like 12 years old, 11 years old. Yeah. And, he's, and, I, and I remember that he was staring at oh, me. So, the whole so t- Drew. Drew. This okay. is Drew okay. when I first met him. Yeah, yeah. He's staring at so me for some grade, reason. 12 years old, and he just hops on. The- and he's hopped, and he starts playing. So I had just barely started to play the guitar, only like a couple months into it. Gradually, I was – granted, I was progressing rather quickly. I still didn't know shit about playing music. Mm-hmm. I didn't know shit about playing with other people. Yeah. Never played with other people other than maybe my dad. Yeah. But I lied. And I go, hey. I go, yeah, man, you know what? I play guitar, dude, which was kind of a lie. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even own a guitar. All the guitars <laughs> I used, my dad had. It was my dad's guitar that yeah. I used. I didn't even own an electric guitar. I didn't own anything. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. yours. So, so then that happens, and he goes, "Yeah, well, we should jam." I go, "Hell yeah!" So then my dad comes and picks me up a couple hours later, right? So you know, so then Christmas break goes by, and I don't see Drew. We go off from school, and then I come, and then I we go back to school, and Drew's like, "Hey man, come over to my house again." And bring your guitar, and we'll fucking jam. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude. In my head, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. Show down. Now I'm gonna look, now I'm gonna look like a fool. I gotta put so, up. So, so um, I go to his house, and it turns, and 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 we, and and now we walk in, and now there's a black drum set, and it turns out that 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 white one was a loner, was a loner set, and I think it was a loner set or something, but. Emilio had bought and drew a new drum set for Christmas. Oh, it was a brand new nice. black drum yeah, set. Yeah, he was all pumped when he took it. So he comes out, right? And this shit was nice. At least, you know, a seventh grade reverend who doesn't know shit, never seen nice equipment in his life. Is, I was like, wow. Yeah. So he's nice. like, bring, bring, uh, bring your amp. You know, bring your... I didn't even have an amp. I didn't have shit, dude. All I had was my dad's old Ibanez guitar that I still have to this day. Yeah. That I, that's the only thing I had. My dad let me borrow it. So I go to his house with the guitar, and I'm thinking, I'm sweating balls, you know? I'm yeah. like, shit. Like, I've never improvised. Yeah. I know, like, one song. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. So, so we're like, yeah. So we, so they had an amp. I think it was, like, a bass amp, too. You know, I, I so I plug in. He's like, all right, come on. And he starts playing the drum set. Yeah. And I'm looking at him, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, shit. And he's like, <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, 
I'm in the deep end now. Sink or swim, son. You know, like I, I gotta die. Yeah, like I can't. I can't go back now. You know, I'll lose the only friend I have. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. So, I pick my hands up. I put my hand onto the fucking fretboard, right? And I start playing one note. And then I move up about. I don't know. I move up to another note. And then I move up to another And then I move back. And then back to the first note. And then I look at Drew and Drew's like, he looks at me and he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I looked at him and I'm like, yeah. And we just started jamming, dude. And what was funny is I didn't want him to know that I was only playing one note. Yeah. So I made it look like I was playing chords, but I was only playing one note. <laughs> but it was on the, the low E string. Probably so, wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> but you know what? And I'll tell you what, dude. looking at your fingers. We made up a song that day with those four notes. Nice. And we just like, yeah, And man, and I should have known, dude. And that and that and that was the first time I'd ever Damn, like played maybe, music without uh, anybody. We can get you and Drew to play that same song again. Oh man, I, I might be able to conjure that up because I, yeah. I have a specific memory of my hands on the fretboard because I yeah. remember thinking that we were jamming. We're like, now we're jamming, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now we're jamming. You know? And 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 and, but Drew still didn't know that I was a fraud, you know? Yeah. So, I remember. Thinking like, man, he's buying it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I sold it. I'm like, hell yeah! And I, I, I remember <laughs> looking at my hands and 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 pretending to play chords and knowing I was doing that though, and thinking like, like man, I can't believe I'm getting away with this, you know? Like, I can't believe this is going on. But it was that day I discovered that I that I had like natural improvisational skills on the guitar. Nice. Nice. So. And the funny thing is, so to 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 bring it full circle. Um, so then me and Drew became like practically best friends. Right. So then all that year we're friends. And then in eighth grade, he comes back and then it's Christmas year that next year, Christmas break, he moved, he moved mm -hmm. and he went to, he had to go to a different school. So he moved away and like we stayed in contact for a little bit, but then like, you know, we were kids and like the internet really wasn't what it was now with like social media and keeping in contact like that. Yeah. Um, You know, we still had landlines, you know, we'd call each yeah. other on like the house phone and shit. <laughs> and um and so I didn't see Drew uh after that for a long time. Yeah. And I went to high school and I didn't see him all through high school. And we hit each other up a couple times on um MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? But yeah. like we never um we never like met up and hung out after yeah. that for a long time. Damn. So, to bring the students, so then I graduate high school. I really want to start a band, and I'm just sort of like I really want to start a band, and but I don't really have anyone to start a band with. So I remember, um, did you ever meet my dog Russell? No, you I never met. Not. You met Russell. Remember Russell, my Mike? Dog? We yeah, had the Russell, one, the brown one, right? Yeah, the brown one. Yeah. Russell was our, our, he was, it was like the first year that we got him. And he had gotten out and he would run off and I would have to go chase him. Ah, Russell. And he would yeah. like, he would like taunt me He's and like, shit. Oh, <laughs> he would like go up and like hang out on top of hills and like taunt me because he knew I couldn't catch him. He knew he was faster <laughs> than me, that son of a bitch. So 
I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, I'm, I'm all pissed off. I'm like, fuck this fucking dog. I hate this dog. He's always running off. I always have to get him. He plays the sport. They don't make, you know. <laughs> and, um, and I'm looking at him like, he's fucking with me. I know he's fucking with me. You know what's going on, <laughs> <Yeah>. Russell? <laughs> what kind of a dog was he? He was a mix. I, and, um, like, um, Greyhound and, and something else. I'm not sure, though. Greyhound. Though. I think he was Greyhound. He had, like, this slim look to him, but he wasn't as skinny as an actual Greyhound. Yeah. So that's why that's a guess. Definitely. So anyways, so I'm, I'm I'm chasing Russell. So I'm all mad and aggravated, and my fucking f- my cell phone goes off. That time. So, and I go, hello. Uh, hey, uh, I'm looking for Chris. Who's this? I'm all pissed off, you know. Like, yeah, who's this? Hey, man, it's fucking Drew. <laughs> I was like. Oh shit, Drew! <laughs> and Russell was like, Drew, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> suddenly came running down. You know, I was like, you weren't even around back then, you fucking dog. Get back up the goddamn hill. So, <laughs> so you know, he's like, yeah, dude, I'm living over here on the beach now, and come down and let's kick it. So we go, and um, I, I go to his house. I meet up with him a couple days later, and you know, hey, what's up, dude? And I see me. I see Emilio. Emilio's got gray hair now and shit. He's like. Ah. And um, he goes, yeah, man, fuck, you know. He goes, hey, come here, man. I got to show you something. All right, let's go. So we go, and we go into his room. And in his room is the same black drum set. Damn. <laughs> From all those years ago, back in fucking 2003. And he goes, check it out, dude. And he goes, I, see, I know you play the guitar. He goes, we need to start a fucking band. Let's start a band. And I was like, and let's do it, son. Yeah. And then with that drum set, we wrote like fucking damn near 20 songs. Damn. And, we, yeah, and there we yeah. <laughs> That was dope. That was a dope story. And then we started Sonja Jimmy, and that's a whole other journey. Whole other story. Anyways. Another tale. Anyone tale. else want to go now? I have another time. <laughs> I think I we're about an hour in. I think we're literally an hour six. This was the Rev show. The Rev show. Yeah, Rev show. <laughs> wow, fucking interesting. Well, no, next time we'll have the Philo show. Ah. Oh, the Philo show. <laughs> it's a two-parter. It's a two-parter. You know what's a two-parter. funny story? Two-parter. Yeah. That bridge story you told me where you had to fight the guy on the bridge because they wouldn't let your brother pass. <laughs> you no, see? I've a, heard oh, that one. Oh, shit. You yeah. want to tell it? <laughs> I've heard that I'll one. Tell, I'll tell it later. Tell it? Okay, next episode. Yeah. Okay, I'll... Should we like, damn it, dude? I don't know. You want to keep going, or I'll tell you a funny bridge story, <laughs> real quick. It just reminded me. Um, it was actually the story my my uncle told me, my uncle John. So my dad uh, has two older brothers. He's the youngest. My dad, and he has uh two older brothers. My uncle John, who's the oldest, and my uncle Mike, who's the second oldest. So apparently, my uncle John was like, when he was when he was a, he was a kid. Mike Don? Yeah, my uncle Mike, dude. My uncle Mike Don. The one that got shot? No, no, no. That yeah, was my so yeah, grandpa's that's why. There brother. Was another they, yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah. They, my grandpa, I believe my grandpa named my my uncle after after that's, him. That's dope. My oh. great uncle Mike. Okay. Um, there's a lot, dude. There's a lot of Mike Dons and Chris Dons around. Believe it or not. <laughs> and I'm all I'm related <laughs> within, to all of within them. the family. No. Oh yeah, dude. There's because we have a lot of extended family that still live in Texas. Because yeah. like some of my grandpa's family came to LA, but some of them never left. They stayed and started their families. In Texas, so now I got cousins all over Dallas and all over San Antonio, and 
San Antonio. There's a couple more Chris Dons and a couple more Mike Dons, John Dons. John Dons. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, Fucking Dons. Just a real quick story to cap it off. Okay. Um, okay you, are you familiar with Hollenbach Park? Yes. You obviously know not Hollenbach. So Hollenbach right, Park, right for anyone. Right, it's right over there. We're like down the street from me right now. It. There's a fucking lake, right? There's like this man-made lake. It's nasty. It's green. You'll you grow know. a seventh toe for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like if you, you could fish in the lake. You'll come out with another eye. You could fish in the lake, but like the catfish have like three eyes. No. You know what I'm saying? They meow. Dude, I, almost, <laughs> I almost kept a crab there one time. That they hissed funny. at you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found a syringe there one time too so, when I was a little kid. So this, elementary school is right So you know the how there's the bridge, right? Yeah. You know how there's, there's a dead guy there too, actually. Damn. Well, listen to this. You know how there's a bridge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little bridge that you can take across? Mm-hmm. So that bridge is really, really close to the water. According to my uncle, who grew up in Boyle Heights circa 60s and early 70s, mm-hmm. and then like late 70s, he, he like became an adult and shit and all that. Um, <laughs> oh, he became an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, no, I think he was like 20 in 1975. So, like, he grew up in Boyle Heights, you know, like, late 50s, 60s, early 70s, blah, 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 blah. So, he said that Hollenbeck Park used to have a different bridge that was high, that was like 30 feet up. 30 feet? That was, he said it was really, really high and off the lake. That Why? Because... I don't know. They thought it was cool, I guess. We I don't were know. like, you know what? We're going to build a bridge. Make sure So it's apparently my, 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 my uncle says that he hung around with like some pretty like, like badass dudes, you know, like dudes, 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 some badass dudes. <laughs> that, like, you, know, <laughs> that, you know, that they would like throw hands and like they were like in gangs and this and that. And, goons here. And, um, <laughs> goons. Hot. Who, who is it? Goons. 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 Hired goons. <laughs> So, uh, I want to tell the story quick. I don't want to drag on. Okay. Apparently, there was some people messing with my Uncle Mike, yeah. right, who was at the time maybe in his <laughs> early teens, and my uncle was probably like 18. So, my Uncle Mike goes to my Uncle John and says, hey, John, man, these guys, man, they're fucking with us. They're trying to mess with me and my friends. And he's like, my uncle's like, all right, go show me who these, show me where these fools are at, you know? So, my uncle gets one of his homies. I forget who it was, but apparently this guy was like deranged, like he was... You know, crazy. So apparently they go and the guys that were messing with my Uncle Mike are in Hollenbeck and they're on the bridge. They're hanging out on the 30-foot bridge, you know, or, or whatever. So my uncle and his homie, they go and and my uncle's homie, who's the badass, goes up and, and he goes, who is it, Mike? Who is it, Mikey? My, my Uncle Mike's like, oh, it's that guy right there. And he goes, all right. And he goes, hey. The guy looks at him like, what? He says, hey, man, messing with my brothers, with my friend's brother. And he's like, man, what is it to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. they have words. He goes, what are you going to do about it? And the guy goes, what am I going to fucking do about it? <laughs> and apparently, this guy grabs the other guy, the guy who was messing with my uncle, grabs him by the arm and the leg, starts manhandling him. <laughs> he grabs him by the arm and the leg, and he, like, spins him around. It starts like spinning them around like that. You know how like when like how you would spin a little kid like you turn in circles yeah, yeah. so that it's like oh Superman you know yeah. like he spins them around and he starts spinning them around. The guy's like oh and he starts spinning them around and then he just fucking whoosh, and throws them off the fucking bridge into the water <laughs> into the water. <laughs> 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 so what did his homies do? He fucking ran, dude. <laughs> and my uncle, remember my uncle Mike, my uncle John. 
who told me this story was like, he goes, yeah, he goes, and we didn't even look over the bridge. We took off. We don't even know if the kid like got hurt or survived or whatever. We just left. <laughs> Different <laughs> never, time. Never heard from him ever again. And my uncle was like, that guy's body might still be at the still bottom there. of fucking. <laughs> still there. Like, like, we don't even the know. Or they catfish ate it. Like, fuck. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, what a life. Yeah, my uncle actually told me a similar story. Uh, at a bar hilarious. one time at the, the Marcelinos right there on Broadway. Uh, my uncle Georgie, who just passed away a couple years ago, he would always go there and drink, and he would always like break up with girlfriends, mm-hmm. and then so and then mm. when he would break up with his girl, he would go there and drink out of just being pissed off. My uncle said when they would catch him there, he would like, "What's wrong?" He'd be all fucked up, just like fucking Fuck bitch, and just slam the. The drink down so apparently one time my uncle wasn't there guess. at the bar yet so my uncle georgie gets there and he's he's all fucked up and then he starts talking to some shit some guys they fuck him up bust mm-hmm. his head open like the back of his head so he goes to the house stumbling in and so my uncle gets home and my, my godfather gets home and he tells georgie what's, what's wrong with you like what happened he's like man these motherfuckers got me at at the bar so he go, so they're all right Get in the car. We're going. So they go. They go to the Marcinos. They get in there. My uncle gets out of the car. My my other my my uncle George is holding his head with like a rag, like mm-hmm. he's still fucking spilling blood out. And they just told my grandma like, oh, we're gonna I'm gonna take him to the hospital. So they said, fuck the hospital. We're going to to the bar. So they get there. They park in front. My uncle pops open the trunk. He tells me, and he takes out a crowbar, like a or not a crowbar, but the tire irons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he the he, cross one or the yeah the, yeah the cross one yeah. So he takes it out. You could throw, throw that one yeah. like a fucking ninja star. Yeah, right? <laughs> so he gets out. They 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 walk into the bar, and they see a bunch of dudes sitting at the bar. You know, like those stools. They're sitting there, and he goes, "All right, who the fuck is it?" And my my uncle George just points at him. He's like, "Is that guy? Is this guy?" So he grabs him, grabs him by the back of his shirt, fucking throws him on the floor. Stool falls down. He gets over him. He's about to fuck him up with the with the crowbar, like right over his head. Oh, right before, shit. yeah, right before he just went down, my uncle yells out, "Wait, wait! It's not <laughs> him! It's not him! Wrong guy! Yeah, wrong guy! It's not him!" Uh, and he gets up. He's like, "Oh shit! Fuck!" Picks him up, puts him back on the stool, looks at the at the the bartender. He's like, throws the bartender some money, buys the guy a beer. He's like, "Was well, the fucking guy in here?" He goes, "I can't remember what he looks like." Dude, my uh, remember I told you that my uncle, my same uncle John, uh, yeah. that he had a, a a friend named Shiner who ended that he that was a childhood friend of his yeah. that ended up joining, like when they got older. Damn. Yeah. So um, he just had nothing but black eyes or what? Uh, well, no, no, Shiner. Uh, no, 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 no. The reason why they call him Shiner was because when he got ju- always had a black guy. When he no, when he got jumped into uh, <laughs> when he got jumped in the to to that uh. That they gave him a big fat black eye yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. so they just were like, "Hey, Shiner, 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 why are you looking at me like that, Ash?" <laughs> but um, he told me that um, that Shiner had did some time, Shiner, <laughs> stupid, that he had done some time, and um, that he had gotten out, but that he actually. He has re- just recently got out of prison, but that he was doing 25 to life. Uh, and I was like, why? Like, what did he do? Like, you, I, I thought maybe, like, you know, like, he pre- committed, like, a murder or a robbery mm-hmm. or something. And he did commit a murder, but it wasn't gang-related. 
he, I guess, some, I, he found out that his wife was having an affair with some guy. So he killed him? Found out who the guy was, went to his house with a shotgun, mm-hmm. and that the guy, uh, and like knocked on the door, and that the guy's mom answered the door. Oh, like, oh can I help you? I'm here, to kill, and goes, uh, I'm here to kill your goes, son. He goes, I'm here to kill your son. Oh, yeah, I'm looking for, <laughs> she says, he, he says the, the son's name. Mm-hmm. And the mom, you know, none the wiser. Oh, you're coming to play she with goes, my oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like in their fucking 30s, bro. You know, like they're, yeah. they're old. They're yeah, already but, like. Yeah, but an old, yeah. But an old mom like, oh, opening the door. Oh, visit them for my boy. <laughs> no, but listen to this. Oh, listen to this. Oh, you've come to play with Billy, haven't you? Oh, you've come to play with Billy, haven't you? Um. He goes, yeah, so-and-so here. Come on, she dude. goes, oh, yeah, he's in the back. He's working on his car. Uh-huh. So he walks to the thank back. <laughs> and uh, thank you, ma'am. Have a good day. I'm going to kill your son, okay? <laughs> I know. I just... And uh... oh, the guy died, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so uh... oh, I didn't know I was leaving there. but uh... So the guy's under his car. You know, like, he's under his car. And... Um, you know, he's like, he's on that, that thing where you're on your back and like his legs are yeah. sticking out from the car and he's working under yeah. his car. And uh, Shiner walks up to him and he knocks on the car and he goes, hey, uh, you so-and-so? And the guy's like, yeah, what's up? And he like pushes himself out from under the car. Yeah. And uh, like in a movie. Had, his, had the barrel right there to his face. So the guy comes out from under the car and there's a and shotgun barrel to his fucking dome. And that boom blew his head off. That was the last thing he saw. Fuck. Blew his fucking head off. And then went on the run and made it all the way to El Paso, Texas. And then somehow his brother Why got a whole. sideways. He should have just went across the border. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But he went on the run. And apparently right before he was about to cross the border that his brother called him and somehow convinced him to, to turn himself in. So he ended up turning himself in. Damn. And he got 25 to life. And that I was talking to my uncle just a couple weeks ago and he told me that he had ju- that he had just went to a barbecue that was in celebration for for that fool getting out of prison <laughs> I'm like so you're telling me that you just uh, like shot the shit right now with the murderer yeah <laughs> the cold-blooded murderer well I, I think Michael's like I'm old <laughs> that's true damn Uncle John that's my boy I, haven't, I don't see him as much but man, I used, when I was a kid I used to love that guy that's crazy because you used to tell me all that stories like that, and I, they used to just blow my mind. <laughs> How old were you? What was the crazy story? I mean, anywhere from like 11 to now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is shit. This is crazy, dude. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy stuff, man. You write but a book? anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's the one I was telling you earlier, you know, to, to bring it full circle. Um, those conversations that I have with my grandpa, I record them because my grandpa had told me that he that that my uncle John was telling my grandpa um, that he wants to like record, you know, his stories and get like some of the family lineage. And like I said, when grandpa I when Don. I grandma, yeah, my, his name's Chris, like me. His name's Chris Don, and uh, Cristova, that's his real name. Cristobal. Cristova. What's his middle name? I, don't know, I just like the way uh, Grandpa Don. Grandpa Don. Grand, I just call him Gramps. The Our Don. Grandpa. Hey, yo, Grandpa. The Don. Dude, it was so funny. Um, 
Dal Corleone. That fool cannot hear for shit, dude. He's fu- he's got all his marbles. He still drives. He still he still marbles. Has, he, yeah, like his brains. Yeah, his oh. brains intact. Oh my god, Mike! Yeah, what the fucking program? Wait, what? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, he still has his collection of marbles. <laughs> no, but he's. I like, love playing marbles. He, all right. He. he got a drawn out um, circle on the back. He. Uh, right I'll take your marbles out. He could not hear for shit. In fact, when we were driving, we went to Norm's the other day for breakfast. When we were driving over. He was saying like, "Oh man, I need a hearing aid," and I go, "Um, man, maybe we should check your insurance see if they cover it." Mm-hmm. And he said, "What?" <laughs> and, uh, so <laughs> no, but <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh... <laughs> I said, "Turn the music down." <laughs> Turn the music up, you said. He says, I can't hear you. I love this song, too. <laughs> he goes, I love Boston. Man. <laughs> he does. He puts on Boston, dude. That's such a... I said, aren't you from Texas? <laughs> oh, fuck. So... No, dude, I swear to God, this fool cannot hear. And so we went to Norm's, and we're ordering, and the lady's like... um. <laughs> You know, and I'm like sitting there because my grandpa, he could take care of himself. You know, yeah. like we I, we have this like kind of like almost like a homie relationship, you know. So, you know, I'm, I'm I'm sitting there and he's trying to order and the lady's like, and he's like, oh, I'll have, you know, the, the, the Grand Slam or whatever the fuck they serve at Norm's. And <laughs> he's like, hey, the doll face. And uh, I'll have a Tutti Frutti. Yeah. And um, I'll have the uh, McBreakfast. This is Norm's, sir. Yeah, McMuffin, please. Thank you. <laughs> what? Uh, no, no, no. But uh, <laughs> so she goes. He goes, okay, I'll have this, like the steak and eggs or whatever. She goes, oh, uh, oh, she goes, oh, do you want bread or pancakes? And he goes, what? <laughs> she goes, do you want bread or pancakes? What? <laughs> <laughs> do you want bread or pancakes? And then at that point, he just, at that point, he turns and he looks at me. And I'm, and at that point, I like look up, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, and I swear to God, I have to do this. Bread or pancakes? <laughs> and he goes, oh. And he laughs, too, because he knows it's funny. He knows it's funny, dude. He goes, oh. He goes, pancakes, sweetheart. He goes, and she goes, oh, okay. Uh, buttermilk or blueberry? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> buttermilk or blueberry? <laughs> Buttermilk, <laughs> and I'm like, he'll have the buttermilk. I'm looking at the girl. See, we're all laughing because we know it's funny, you know. Yeah. And I turn to the nurse and I'm like, he just told me he needs the fucking hearing aid. This fucking old man. <laughs> but he's always had bad hearing, dude. Oh, it's he always had bad hearing. I remember, when, and I don't know because my mom used to say that because he always had this shtick. Even when I was a kid, he always had this shtick where, um, that he didn't couldn't hear. He couldn't hear. So, but my mom would always say, your grandpa doesn't have bad hearing. He has selective hearing. He hears what he wants to hear. <laughs> you got that too. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So. <laughs> Ashley just said that's how we all are. Yeah. That's how all men are. Probably too. But my grandpa was funny because like, when, when we were growing up, um, he had a rose garden in the front of his house. And it was like his pride prize possession he went every day a rose garden, a rose garden dude he yeah. watered it it was the nicest rose garden yeah and this you know 
at this point, Boyle Heights is like a hellhole, you know. So to yeah. like to to. It was just a nice. I want to buy a bonsai nice. tree, actually. So he was very, <laughs> I'm serious, very protective of his rose garden. So he always yelled at us for like getting near it, or we would be playing in the front yard, and sometimes <laughs> I... we would like fall into it, which was horrible because they had thorns. Yeah. <laughs> so and he would like always be scared that people would like take his roses and this and that. Yeah, or someone that's... stepped in his roses. Well, that's a thing, dude. There's old ladies here in East LA that will take your plants. Dude. So I'd be like, so let's just say. Somebody called, or let's just say my my grandma when she was you know R.I.P. Okay, um, my grandma would be like, uh, tell your grandfather because I used to live with my grandpa. I was we would live with my grandparents periodically here and there when I was a kid, and um, my grandma would say, tell your grandfather dinner's ready. Dinner's ready. Right. My grandpa would be, um, in the front room watching TV full blast. You know, it's loud as fuck. Just. Like, <laughs> he would have it full blast and he would have like like these like headphones on you know so that he could hear <laughs> my grandpa what um, so I'm like hey Gramps and he's like what's up and I'm like Gramps says it's time for dinner he goes what I go dinner football <laughs> dinner Oh, oh, dinner. Or I'd be like, or someone call him. Hey, I take you, uh, you know, Cristobal. Yeah, hold on. Hey, Gramps, they want you on the phone. What? The phone. They want you on the phone. Who stepped in my roses? <laughs> the phone. <laughs> oh, man, I love that guy, man. That is, I love him, man. That's my boy right there. Uh, I might have to fucking... <laughs> It looks like it's like on the on the sine waves, you know. Yeah, it's mad. <laughs> broke it. No, I forgot. You went over the Richter scale. Oh man, but anyways, yeah. He was telling me some stuff the other day that was kind of bumming me out too, but um Yeah, man. That's my grandfather. I could tell you more shit about him, but I'll save yeah. it for another yeah, day. Yeah, save it. We'll save it. The one thing Grandpa. I'll say this about my grandfather to top it off. The reason why I love him so much is because he has this like weird it's not weird. It's 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 just uncommon. Therefore, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. He has this weird like love for life. He I remember <laughs> having breakfast once, and you know how like especially like around here, you know, East LA is a lot of like Mexicans around. Yeah. Um, you're used to seeing like a bunch of like older old guys like meeting up at a donut meeting up at a donut shop yeah, and sort of just sitting there and newspaper, drinking, playing cards, and yeah. playing cards and just sort of pass. And I remember one time we're eating breakfast and uh, we're at this we're at Jim's actually at yeah. fucking the grease joint down the street, <laughs> reading breakfast and um, uh-huh. and there's a there's a bunch of old guys outside and these guys are like ten years younger <laughs> than my grandpa. You know, like <laughs> yeah. they're, they're not even that old. They're old, but like my grandpa's he's up there. Yeah. And um, we're, I'm eating, you know, and he goes, man, I just can't do it. I can't fucking be like that. I go, what? I go, what? You blabbering about old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, and he points to the guys inside. He goes, I just, he goes, I can't like do that. I can't just sit and just sit there and waste my time. He goes, if I don't have shit to do. I get up, I go to the movies, I go to the museum, and like he doesn't allow his old age to, to get limit him. him. Yeah. Unfortunately, especially in the past few years, physically his body doesn't 
isn't as it's much more fragile. Yeah. Because he's you know he's pushing ninety, but he he's just I don't know he just has this like love for life and one of one of the biggest things that like sort of you know we were gonna talk about Brian Cox and like the meaning yeah. of life or whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. I believe that my my grandpa you know he's he's lived this very long life and has a million stories that he's told me and a million that I probably haven't heard but he obviously was a father to my dad and, and my other sibling my my uh, his siblings and granted my my dad you know he's he's my dad isn't exactly an open book about his childhood he's told yeah. me some stuff but I, I feel like there's a lot he hasn't told me like the bad shit but from what I can decipher I think my grandpa was not that great of a dad. I don't think he was. It was, you know, it was the seventies, and you know, and you know. But I think maybe he might have been a little tough. He just tough love could, especially. Cause I, I feel like my dad tough love kind of might have. I feel like my dad may have been neglected mm-hmm. a bit, being the youngest and everything. Yeah, but my grandfather. Um, when he start, when he tells me that when he started, when his grandchildren started to get be born, like me and my cousins and my brother and my sister, that he, he found like this new lease on life, this yeah. new reason to really love to be alive because he was just so enamored with his grandchildren. Yeah. And then now all his, a lot of his grandchildren, like myself, are fucking grown. I, I'm gonna be thirty, and like, and he has now he has three grandbabies. He has three great grandkids, and again, and in his eighties, um, I'm not gonna lie, Ashley, you're distracting me right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. In the so, <laughs> I'm sorry. So now he has three great grandbabies, and 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 in his eighties, he kind of the same thing kind of happened. He found his new lease on life, where now he gets to see his great grandbabies. You know what I'm saying? And he just, so he just loves his life. He loves being alive. He loves having, you know, being able to see all the things that he's able to see. He's been alive fucking. And how do you, and how do you feel? Because I know you told me, like, you don't want to get old. How he makes, make he feel? inspires me yeah. to get old because yeah. he's someone that I look to in old age that I'm looking at him and I go, you know what? Like, it doesn't look that bad it acts like he makes it look fun he makes mm-hmm. it look like man i want to live that long because he's seen so much and like he, you know he 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 was telling me the other day the first time he saw tv he goes i remember yeah. the first time i saw a goddamn tv he was, <laughs> i was like gee you know what i'm saying like yeah. he's seen he, what's especially in the yeah. century <laughs> especially in the century that he was born in there's been such drastic technological advances that he's seen like what he's seen like generations worth of advancements you know more than probably any generation before that came before him mm-hmm. so he just he's just a he's just a i just think he's such a fascinating dude and he doesn't even try to be fascinating he's just been alive for so long and has seen so many things and he never like settled into sort of the, the routine of like, like having that, a job like he yeah, always was yeah he guy. always was like doing shit and like doing cool shit and and didn't let his age just sort of like well i'm old now so i'm just gonna sit here and and watch tv and wait to die you know what i'm yeah. saying i remember that story you told me where you guys were skating outside and then he took a sign yeah like a sign. did i ever tell you that mike i don't think so okay so you know how they have the the no parking signs mm-hmm. and you know those like those like square 
poles with the circles in with there? the circles in them. Yeah. So there used to be one on the block that we lived on when I lived with my grandparents. And like I don't know what, but like I don't know, we used to like fuck with it and push it over and eventually it like uprooted because it was in the grass. Eventually it uprooted somewhat. And it would it had uprooted from the ground. So now it was like on its side and it was just thrown. And <laughs> we at that time we used to skate. I used to skate a lot. That was right around the same time they opened the, the Hollenbeck uh, skate park. And so one day we go out and we're skating and the, the sign's gone. Someone took it. We're like, oh, shit. So, you know, whatever. Um, A couple days later, like a week later, my grandpa comes down. And he goes, hey, guys. And calls us around. And he fucking, here you go. And he had fucking made a grind rail out of the, <laughs> the fucking, <laughs> out of the fucking pole. That's fucking dope. I don't know how the hell he did it, but he was like, here, I gave this for you. We're like, ah. Of course, That's none of us could could grind it because we we're <laughs> terrible at skating. But still, it's still was cool still, to have. But um, one thing, my what? so my my Where is my grandma ah fuck who knows my grandmother <laughs> my grandpa's wife she died already over ten years ago, I'm like twelve. So my you know my grandpa he just he loves his life he loves to see his family grow and and this and that and but every once in a while. He, he'll say to me, he goes, you know, sometimes I wish that I had, that I could have died instead of your grandmother because oh, it really makes me sad that she can't see Jeez, all man. the stuff that I get to see, especially um, the grandkids and us growing up and having babies and having the little kids and this and that. And he said, I mean, fuck, dude, fucking tears me in half. Yeah, dude, <laughs> right in half, man. Because my grandma too, man, I could go, I do a whole hour on her, dude, because mm-hmm. she was the best, but... Um, yeah. And he'll be like, yeah, he goes, and I mean, <laughs> sometimes he even, he's even told me, he goes, yeah, he goes, sometimes I'll fucking, I'll just cry at night because I just wish your grandmother could see all this because it's so amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, so. That was great. Her name was Alba. So to Alba, Don, the angel of my life. all sad now. Yeah, but it's sad. It makes me sad. It makes me sad, but. It also makes me it, like it you, it's it, almost like your grandpa's telling you to just slow down, yeah, and enjoy what's in front of you when you, while you have it. Yeah, and he he he, as much as my parents gave me like to, as an adult, like my my grandpa, he you know my grandpa teaches me a lot of about like emotion and being, you know, keeping. Just I don't know. It, I, the thing I admire about him is most is just like his fucking zest for life, dude. And his and he's and I don't know. Like I said, he's he's so a, old that, that age, like you yeah. could ask him anything and he'll tell you something and it's fucking fascinating. Simply because <laughs> it's just an old ass fucking story, yeah. you know. <laughs> like when he told me how the planes had propellers on yeah. them, that blew my like I don't know why that blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like you fucking old ass. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh man, mm. that was great. Anyways. I'm sure everyone's zoned out. So I guess old people, huh? Old people, man. <laughs> old people, man. Talk to your grandpa, man. He's they older than mine, that. dude. Yeah, well, a year. He's only ninety. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think my grandpa. He um, but next up, next podcast. Yeah. Let's the go into that show. Brian Cox thing. Yeah. Because I have some more shit. Um. Yeah, that we're, I can we're tell more you. prepared. We'll be more prepared. Yeah, we'll be more prepared. So honestly, I didn't want to mess. You were on a you're on, on a roll, roll. Oh, dude. I didn't want to like mess that up. I <laughs> wanted you to roll? keep going. Yeah, dude. Going. It was great. It was great. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Man, I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, relax. He's a humble no, guy. He's relax. a humble guy. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody. I'm just kidding. Um, take it down a couple notches. Uh, everyone, just calm down. <laughs> 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 
So uh, you want to do the outro? You want to thank the audience? Yeah, let's, let's thank everybody. Thank you guys for watching. Listening. Listening. I mean, listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> Looking at our picture. Thank you guys. We Cheers. appreciate that. Subscribe. Comment down if anything, if anything, uh, arised. You know, said arise to you. Comment to us. We want to hear everything. Any options, uh, guys? Um, Ram thirty, Patriots twenty-seven. Oh, that's right. Next week we'll come yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So I guess tomorrow. we'll talk about the Super Bowl next week. Commercials, maybe. We yeah. like. We hey, love. maybe. Oh, commercials, maybe man. Yeah. If you guys want, <laughs> if we, maybe. I love the choreography. If we, if we, if we can find the time, could, uh, and if the, and if the game is like that good, yeah. like maybe we could do like yeah. a po- like a post Super Bowl game, like not not the day of, but like like Monday. That way it's fresh, yeah. and we could like talk super about fresh. it, and then we could just put it out. We could call mean, it like the Super Bowl. At least, it's, if it's super within the special, super bowl if special, it's within the week, it's it could be an annual thing. I think it's okay. Yeah, let's do a Super Bowl. Because I mean, we'll I don't commercials. I don't watch um, a lot of football, but uh, talk I always super watch the Super Bowl. I've, I remember I watched the Super Bowl. Yeah. Who doesn't watch the Super Bowl? Talk Super Bowl. Who's, smoke uh, the Super Bowl. Who's halftime show. Who's halftime? I, heard, I think it's okay. a bunch of people. No, this is what I heard. Maroon Five. It's not only the halftime show, but apparently they're gonna yeah. do the song that SpongeBob does in the halftime show when they do, remember the SpongeBob Sweet episode? Victory. Sweet Victory. Apparently, that's I saw it. I saw like an article. Uh, article yeah. about it. I heard it was a few people. No. Uh, Bruno Mars was good. The year he did the his um, halftime show, I thought it was good. All right. All right. Well, All right I like Justin Timberlake. Right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, subscribe. Uh, comment and like and uh, you know Hit that bell that button. the more the more you got the more feedback you give yeah. us the more we I guess content we'll give you yeah the more we give trying you trying to make you laugh Mike anything to say to the people no no Felipe love you guys yeah. love you guys Ash Cosmo 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 alright uh, we'll Got see you guys it. next time and it's been a pleasure now here's Jay yeah. I ain't had this feeling for a minute I've been living life and got caught in it As I'm feeling like I'm winning Dreaming at night on soft linen It's really hard to think this the beginning Now I gotta fake the funk to work Hard on my image, it's clutch time So I gotta push it to the limit My season about to start, all that other shit was scrimmage It's a rebirth, something new but still vintage You can see it as a blessing or a life sentence Cause they say that old habits die hard with the vengeance You won't see my exits, but you will see my entrance When I get up on the mic, man I'll slap your ass is senseless My seed chilling by its mom's intestines I'm about to add another human to this world's consensus and to think the way i lived before was so relentless but now my situation's changed to great and non-contentious